welcome to the AOL podcast. Let's dive right into this week's message. All right, well, who's happy to be a part of this house? Praise the Lord. Well, I, I know I am, and uh, man, I am fired up to share with you guys. If I can find my notes, I don't know that I can. Hey, there they are. Praise the Lord. Hey, this ain't normal amen, but uh, praise and worship team, great job this morning. I'm calling on the God of Jacob. Amen. Uh, but if you're a visitor this morning, this isn't typically how we do things. This is a special service that we do just to look back on what God did in this house. And uh, we call this the state of the church of the dress. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you of what we've done, where we're going. And then uh, we're going to give to the vision. I've been telling you guys about this over the last couple of months. And I hope that you got together with your wife and your family and saw what God would have it for you to bring over and above the tithe. And uh, we're, we're going to do that together, and I believe that's going to be something fun. And then I'm going to share something out of Acts chapter 20. But I always share this because uh, with you in talking about numbers, and this is where I'm going to go, uh, talking about uh, where we've been for the last year as AOL. Um, numbers are important. If you get pulled over... And the sheriff says to you, do you have any absolutely any idea how fast you were going? And you say this, well, I really don't care how fast I was going. How many of y'all know there's going to be a problem? Because there is a number that is set before you. How many of y'all know you ought to have numbers before you? You ought to have, you ought to have graphs when you, you stand on, on the scale. That number is important. <laughs> Amen. It's not really important to me, but it should be to you, okay? All right? But, and, and, and you know, if you, if you show up to the doctor and, 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 and they don't check your blood pressure, they don't check your temperature, they don't, you know, scan your body of what's going on, I, I'm going to find somewhere else to go because how many of y'all know those numbers are important? How hot you are and what your blood pressure is. Numbers are important all throughout Scripture. When, when you read the Word of God, in fact, I've, I've read books on the numbers in Scripture that are there. One is, uh, is God. How many of y'all know in the beginning was God? How many of y'all know there's only one God? Amen? It's, it's oneness of God. Two, the number two is union or it's covenant. When a man leaves his father and mother and he cleaves to his wife, it takes two in order to have a covenant or a blood covenant. Three is completeness. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the father, the son, the Holy Spirit. On the third day, he rose again. Uh, five is grace. Seven, perfection. So if numbers are important to God, they ought to be important to us. And so I just want, I, I, I want to give clear vision on where we've been this last year and where God is going to take us. And I just want to tell you our mission is still connect to God, connect to church, and connect to people. Our vision is still to make a difference. And how many of y'all know God wants to use this place to make a difference in our county, in our city, in, in our state, in our country? And there's a few new things that we did this last year. Uh, Cody talked me into doing a podcast. And so uh, give it up for Cody. He's been a blessing to us. Uh, we started, started some Bible studies, Redefined, for single moms. And that's really taken off and been a blessing to all of those mothers. We have some married groups now, young marrieds, mid-marrieds, really old marrieds. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, ladies' Night Out was started this last year, which has been a blessing to many ladies as well. Um, I want to tell you that in 2023, there's 60 people that we know of that came. Uh, I, I believe there was more than that, but who filled out the card. There were 60 people that answered the, answer the altar call of salvation. 
We baptized 45. And can I tell you, at the rate that we're going in 2024, we're going to be at like 250 uh, at the end of 2024 of people being baptized. Families, there was 47 families that completed the connection class. And many of you that are part of this house, you know exactly what that is. And go through a class that talks about the values and different things of what we believe here in this house and kind of some things, how things happen. Uh, so that the 47 families completed, completed that. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about finances. I, I want to back up and say this, that in 2021, total giving... That means everything from every little ministry, from grit to children's church to signups and different things. Total giving uh, was seven hundred seven thousand. Now I, I will say this: this is in in the worst economy we've ever had in the last four years. I mean, it's proven history. But in twenty twenty two, we gave nine hundred eighty one thousand eight hundred eighty seven dollars. And that was with one gift that was 110000 But I'm proud to tell you that in 2023, we gave a million four. Come on. Praise God. Isn't that good? Now, this is, this is the kicker. This is what I'm going to share with you. You know, for many years, I will say this. I will just be totally blunt, totally real with you. That arena of life kept its doors open from some, from some sugar daddies. Let's just put it blunt. Let's put it in hood language. Some, a few people that, that gave big bucks. But can I tell you, arena of life is not that way anymore. Amen. The, in 2021, I looked it up, there was 320 donors. Now, in 2023, there was almost 396 donors that give throughout the month. Come on, you know what that tells me? That tells me that it's not just a couple people that's playing the part. It's us together as a family that's making a difference. Isn't that awesome? I love, I love, love, love to share that with you because that, that God's doing some great things around here. In the tithe, uh, the tithe alone this last year, we gave $885,000. And to the building fund, we gave 84000 83898 but I believe today we're going to double, triple, quadruple that, and I'm, I'm, I'm standing on big faith. Uh, utilities, you guys need to know this. We have 12 employees that are here at this house, and, uh, and I've shared this with you before. An average American income, this is just what Google tells you. It's $67,000 even in this economy, and if you have 12 employees at $40,000, that's $480,000, but can I tell you, they don't make that. And uh, the Lord really put it on my heart this last year because we have a paid-off house. We have, a paid off, we have no debt at Arena of Life as of last year. Amen. So the Lord put it on my heart, even though I was going down the road the other day and, uh, on the radio. And I do know this, that, um, that in the economy, that our, um, everything has gone, inflation has gone up 40%. And across the boards... They've only given people a 3% raise. And I, and I thought to myself, I don't want AOL to be that way. So we did. We gave people a raise all across the boards, except for the senior pastor. And I heard he went up extensively in his horseshoe and prices. So you pray for his customers, all right? Amen. The Lord's blessed me. <laughs> uh, you guys need to know this, all right? In insurance, 
uh, every insurance liability for this house, it costs $60,000. Uh, cleaning bill, internet, phone systems, paper printing. Our electricity bill is $28,312 a year. With Atmos, uh, $53,898. So it takes almost $55,000 of just keeping the lights on and keeping things going around here. Isn't that something? Uh, and, and, and the reason I'm sharing that with you guys, because, uh, man, you need to know what happens in your house. You need to know what happens and goes on around here. And, and it's always been my heart from the very, very beginning that when we have things around here, conferences, even camp meeting this year, I talked to pastor and I said, please, can we do it for free? I don't ever want to share the gospel with people and it costs, and it costs you to get here. And, and aren't y'all thankful for the BBSs? I mean, you saw the, the vacation Bible school that we had, over 100 kids that were in attendance for that. I don't think that should cost a kid a dime. But can I tell you, it cost us a dime. Yeah. It cost us for, in order for us to do those things. The conference uh, for the women's conference, I'm excited that it's free this year. And there's going to be a meal for that, and it's going to cost us some things. But how many of y'all know there is not a price on one soul of a lady that can get their life changed in one weekend? Yeah. Amen. There's not a price for that. I, I'm a, uh, now, I will say this. We have a men's retreat that's coming up, and it's 60 bucks. For that, there's three big meals. You know, men eat meat in big, big amounts of it. It's 60 bucks. But I'll tell you this straight up right now, and I'm just going to say this as the leader of this house. If money is an issue, don't let it be an issue. You come see us. We would gladly. If money is the last thing that's holding you back, listen, that can get paid for. I want this house to be a place where we are able to minister in here and outside of these four walls and not let something of money stop us from, from a soul. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, um, where was I? Maintenance. You know, we have a 20-year-old building. And how many of y'all, ladies, I'm going to ask the ladies, how many of y'all thankful for the new bathrooms over here? All right. Y'all actually have some stalls that lock. Uh, well, that cost over $40,000 to do that, those, the remodel of both of those. The sidewalk out front, that was another 10000 We had uh, uh, thermostats uh, put in. We, uh, secu- Don's always asking for money. Security cameras. We had uh, crack-sealed our parking lot dirt before winter. Uh, a total of maintenance, and these are just some things that came to our attention, but in 2023. Uh, We had a bid for smoke detectors to be put in here, like an actual smoke detector system. Now, we didn't go this route, but I just want to tell you how things cost. In this building for smoke detectors and for it to be set up in a security-type system, for them to come in and install it in this building alone was going to be $48,000. You guys need to know that. We didn't go that way. Uh, But... Uh, but we're looking into those things just, just to kind of give you something to look at. Um, one of the things I told you last year that uh, we're eventually, we actually had a couple of services this year where our projector was going out, and I was believing God uh, for a new one. Well, I just I want to tell you that we have ordered a brand-new LED screen. It's on its way. It was about 30000 bucks for that, but that's... That's where we're going. Come on, give it up. We're, we're getting a brand new screen. It's going to light the stage. I'm excited to tell you this, but also tell you, wanna, I want to challenge you and have a goal. Uh, we give. 
We give to Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We obviously give to Life Challenge. We give to Hope Choice Pregnancy Center. Uh, last year, when Ellen Kuhn was uh, killed in a fatal um, plane crash, the Lord put it on my heart. I said, Brandy, let's send money to Global Connection International to Scott Kuhn. Tell him we're behind him. We give to the country of Israel. Amen. We give to that. The Lord said, "If you, uh, those who bless you, I will bless them. And so... I don't know uh, if you know this or not, but in this house, we are pro-Israel because the word of God is pro-Israel. And so this last year, we gave a total of $30,000 in missions, but I would like to amp that up and for us to give it 60000 next year, all right? Uh, and, and I just want to tell you this. This will be a praise report for you, uh, to you that in 2000, the end of 2018, we had about $419,000 in debt in everything here in this house. I'm here to tell you, we are debt-free, and we got almost $300,000 in the bank, 280 something thousand dollars in the bank, totally debt-free. Come on, give God praise for that. Amen? But here's the thing. We're out of room. Can I get an amen from our... From our lunch lady over here. We're, we're, we're out of room. We have four trailers that are full of not junk. We've gone through it and we've thrown all the junk away and given it away. We have four trailers with, with chairs and uh, all kinds of great stuff. But we're full because every uh, storage place that used to be here, it, we got to put people and things in it. Uh, we don't even have a hospitality room anymore because we have some things going on in there. The grip building is used for everything. When we have a, when we have a funeral, the only time that we can do it because the school is on a Saturday morning, and then we, have, uh, um, uh, we, we, we love to provide a meal and minister to the family in that way over at the grip building. But even in that, that, that kitchen is not set up to feed 50 people. Can I just be honest with you all? So I'm just trying to give you some vision. We're, we're out of room. We set up and we tear down. Yesterday morning, we had a great men's breakfast. I mean, a great men's breakfast with older, uh, almost 60 or over 50 men in the room. And, but it's set up. It's tear down. So these are just some things of where we've been. But I want to give you some vision this morning. If you go ahead and turn out the lights, I want to give you some vision on where AOL, where God, I believe, is going to call us to go. I want you guys to take a look at this video just real quick.
Y'all can see Amarillo in the background. You guys connect your faith with that? Oh, six of you. I would think you'd be a little more excited than that. How many of y'all can connect your faith with that? Who has a little bit of faith this morning? Come on, who has a little bit of faith this morning? I know I do. Uh, and, and, um, you know, I knew that was faith when, they, when, when the architect showed me that. I said, I know that this is looking into the future because the lines are straight in the parking lot. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but I, I hope you connect can can connect your faith with that because I really believe God uh, has some big things in store for this house. And because uh, here's the deal, we are we're just out of room. We we're we're set up like a theater church. We got a great big sanctuary for a lot of people to be inside of here. We got plenty of room in here. We just don't have room outside to do anything else for our kids and things like that. And so uh, if you're here, this, I want you to go ahead and prepare uh, to give to the vision. And then I'm going to share something with you guys out of the book of Acts. And uh, let me show you how this works. Those of you that came in, th- those of you that are part of this house, you already know what it is. And if you're a visitor here, listen, I'm not asking you to give anything today. But if you're a part of this house and this place has blessed you, uh, I'm asking you uh, to be a part of this. Uh, and I want to say this. There's maybe some of you out there saying, you know what? We're believing God and we're saving up for this. You know what? I am too. I am too. But I've learned something in the Word. The Word says this. I will give seed to the sower. And I know this. I have seed to sow today because I've sown in the past and God's given me more seed to give. And I believe this is great. I believe this is great ground to put seed in. I believe people are being saved here. People are obviously being baptized. We're moving. We're shaking. Some things are happening. And so I just I want to ask you what it is that God will put on your heart. And so this is what I have at the top, the black one that says giving today and then a commitment to give in 2024. Then, then you'll have that number. And at the very, you connect those two, and, and, and you don't even have to give anything today. Maybe it's just a commitment of what God's putting on your heart to give. And can I tell you, I'm not going to be like a... Uh, telethon and call you every week and say, hey, you said you were going to give this. You don't owe us anything. But I believe this. I believe this is good ground. Good ground. And I believe together we can make a difference. Together, listen, I'm excited to, uh, if you saw in the video right there, what we're going to do is is we're going to open up that whole foyer out in the front. Because between services, those that people come into the second service, it's just jam-packed. We're like sardines out there. But we can't do it because we have to have the nursery. Can I? Six babies last week inside the nursery. Isn't that awesome? 
I think that's great. I remember a time for months, for years, we didn't have any babies inside of there. Now we got six inside of there. I told you guys to be fruitful and multiply, and you guys did it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and, and, but open up that foyer to where it will be a corridor that will go to a whole nother building. And there's a lot of people that's already asked me, why didn't you just add on? Well, we got to have some place for this rain to go off of this building. But also, too, we, all of our air conditioners are on that side, and it would be a lot more to move all of that. And so I, I want you guys to go ahead and prepare. And so this is over and above the tithe. This isn't your tithe. This red one's my tithe of 10% of what I've made, all right, right here. This one is over and above. This is my offering that I'm giving to God. This is, this is uh, the Lord told us this um, in Malachi. He said, I'll give you the 90, but this 10%, it belongs to me. So this is God's. This is mine that I'm choosing to give to the Lord. This is what the black offering is. This is, this, this is the giving to the vision. And so what it is, is at the top, is giving today. And you don't even have to have to do that, but it's a commitment in 2024 of what you're going to give and the total at the bottom. All right. You can go ahead and prepare that. And then I'm going to share, we're going to come up here. If I could go ahead and ask, uh, the buckets to be brought up here. Um, this is the state of the church address. Hey, you want to go ahead and come up here and play something, get us in the mood to give play like money from Pink Floyd. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. That's what I would like. But anyway, let's pray over this. If you already have your seed ready, if you would go ahead and lift it up, God, I thank you. I thank you that right now I pray, Lord, that across this room, Lord, that you are tugging on hearts, Lord, uh, to make a difference in this house, in this church, in this community. And so, Lord, we have places to go. We've got contracts to fill, cities to build. And, Lord, there is people still to be reached. There is people, God, in our community, in our lives. And, Lord, I pray that as we give of this, that doors of heaven would open up into this house in Jesus' mighty name. And so, Lord, today, as people are obedient, I pray that you would rebuke the devourer for their sake and you would open up and, and pour out on them like they've never seen before. And so, in Jesus' name, I pray that you multiply this because you're the God of multiplication in Jesus' mighty name. If you would, come, give, and then I'm going to share something else with you. And then we're going to count it and, and share with everybody of what the Lord did in this house. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. God is faithful. Has God been faithful to you? He's been faithful to me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, Tana. Good morning. Praise God. All right. If you have your Bibles, you can just go ahead and play because I won't be long. I'm going to tell you what Elizabeth Taylor told her seventh husband. This won't be long. All right? If you have your Bibles, Acts chapter 20 and verse 7, I just want to share something from my heart this morning. It says, on the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul began talking to them, intending to leave the next day. 
And he prolonged his message until midnight. That is a long-winded preacher right there. This is Acts chapter 20, now going to verse 8. I'm going to read through 12. This is the New American Standard. It says, There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were gathered together. And there was a young man named Uticus. Everybody say Uticus. Sitting on the window. Sitting on the window sill. Sinking into a deep sleep. And as Paul kept on talking, Eutychus was overcome by sleep and fell down from the third floor and was picked up dead. But Paul went down and fell upon him. And after embracing him, he said, Do not be troubled, for he is still alive. When Paul had gone back up and had broken the bread and eaten, he talked with them a long while until daybreak and then left. They took away the boy alive and were greatly comforted. So I want you to see in this story, it says on the first day of the week when they were gathered together, uh, as they were breaking bread, here is Paul and he speaks till midnight. And there's this young man, his name's Eutychus. He's sitting on the windowsill and he falls into a deep sleep. While Paul keeps on talking, Eutychus is overcome by sleep and falls down from the third floor and was picked up dead. All right. I just feel like there should be a warning label in church. The Supreme, Sur- the Supreme Surgeon General has declared sleeping in church is hazardous for your health. All right? JC will be here in the second service, and I'm really going to point him out. Okay? I've had to get on to him a time or two. But how many of y'all, uh, I-, I don't know about you, how many of y'all have ever been in a place before where you just slept so good? You just slept so good. And and please don't say, Pastor, it was through one of your sermons just a couple weeks ago, all right? Because I pray lightning doesn't get all of us when you say that, all right? But what does he do? He he fought sleep and sleep won. And how many of y'all know there is nothing wrong with sleep? In fact, I believe the Lord can minister to us in our dreams. In fact, I remember the story in 1 Samuel of how Sam, or or of, of how he, Yeah, it's Samuel. He's inside the temple, and he falls asleep three times, and God speaks to him all three times. But also, too, I remember in the book of Ephesians when Paul is talking to the church at Ephesus, and he said, what? Wake up, O sleeper, for what God has done inside of your spirit. See, I believe you can even be in a place and still be asleep. I believe you can be here this morning and still be asleep. You cannot be attentive. You can't be alert to the things that God wants to do inside of your life. But when we are asleep spiritually and asleep in our faith, that may be the worst sleep that you can ever have. You can be in here and lift your hands. Can I, I I loved what Greg Locke said inside of his video. There's people that lift their hands on a Sunday morning. There's people that uh, uh, come up to the altar. There's people that get on, on their knees. But still, you can do all of those things and have chains on you. Can I tell you, we live in a society today in America where people are asleep of what's happening all around us. They have no earthly idea of the agendas, what's happening in public school. They have no earthly idea of the agenda, what's happening inside of our government because they just go on day by day. But can I, I, this is a wake up call to all of us in our faith. Wake up. Hey, it's time to wake up. Smell the coffee. Can I tell you, we can be asleep in our faith We can be in our sleep when we get so comfortable with the blessing of God. Here's the first thing God showed me. We can be so, we can be dead asleep when we're blessed in our health. We can be dead asleep when we're blessed in our finances. We can be dead asleep when we're blessed 
in every area of our life, what we do is we get comfortable and we, we stop thanking God for the place that we're at. But then what happens, we get a wake-up call when we go to the doctor and said, I'm sorry, sir, it's cancer. I'm sorry, I, I, or she calls and says, sorry, I'm walking out on you. See, when everything was blessed, you got comfortable and you were asleep. But when everything got bad, you woke up. How many of y'all know it ought not be that way? We ought to be in here because of the blessing of God. We're more attentive than we've ever been before. Right? I'm trying not to shout, but sorry. I'm trying to wake y'all up. Another thing, you know what else can put us to sleep is time. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. All right? You, you've been doing this a while. It's the law of familiarity. And when you do something over and over and over, you get comfortable, you get confident. But if you're not careful, the enemy will rock you right to sleep. You know, another way we fall asleep is when we're in pain. And I hate to say it, there's people inside of this room that because of a pain that you're going through, maybe it's a loss of a loved one, maybe it's a loss of a job, maybe it is your finances, your health, whatever it is. Because of pain that's inside of your life, maybe it's a physical pain, maybe it's emotional pain, maybe it's a spiritual pain, but because of that pain, people get rocked to sleep. I've gone to see many people in the hospital. They said, just give me anything that will knock me out so I can sleep and sleep in peace. Can I tell you, here is four red flags to know if you're asleep spiritually. I don't want us to be like Eutychus and fall asleep on the job. The first red flag is this, number one. When we come to church, in our faith, in our Bible reading, in, in our service to God, when we say, God, what's in it for me? Can I tell you that where you grow up in the Lord is when you're no longer living for God just to get to heaven, but you're living for the Lord to take as many people with you. This is a red flag that, you're, you're, that you have fallen asleep. Not how I can be a blessing, but what, what blessing can come to me? What, bless, what am I going to get out of this? Can I tell you, there's a time when, we, when we're down and we need the church to huddle around us. But can I tell you, 90% of the time is say, not saying, what can I get from me? But God, what can I give to you? Amen. How can I help somebody else? How can I be a blessing to others? Philippians 2, think lowly of myself and think highly of the interest of others. But I'll tell you, we're asleep in our faith when we say, what's in it for me? I want to share with you 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. Paul said this, and God is able. And God is able. Come on, church people. Wake up with me. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything. Can I tell you, as Americans, we got way more than we need. And God says this, if you serve me, you'll have your sufficiency of what you need in your life. And he says, you have an abundance for every, you may have an abundance for every good deed. His grace is sufficient for me. That's the first red flag. Here's the second red flag. This is real quick. Oh my gosh, I'm preaching fast here. Here's the second red flag that the Lord showed me that we've fallen asleep. What's the least that I can do? What's the least amount that I have to read my Bible? What's the least amount that I have to pray? What's the least amount that throughout the week that I actually have to act like a Christian? Be a believer? I'm telling you, you've fallen asleep in your walk with Christ. If this is how you think, what's the least amount that I have to serve? 
Well, what's the bare minimum that I can do? What's the bare minimum that I have to give? Just like this morning, 10%? Okay, that's it. No more. I tell you what, I've learned this. I can't outgive God. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. And I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about in so many areas, time, in service. I can't outgive the Lord. He will make a way when there seems to be no way. But if I'm asking the question, what's the least I can do? What's the least amount that I have to serve and still be on the team? What's the least amount of Sundays that I have to come to church? What's the, what's the least? Philippians chapter 2 and verse 17 says, But even if I am being poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I rejoice and share my joy with you all. Look what he said. But even if I am being poured out as a drink offering upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, meaning this, it may be hard, but he's saying, I consider it joy to pour my life out for the sake of the Lord. I'm going to give it all to him. Here's a third thing. You've fallen asleep when you say, what's the big deal? Write that down. That's your question. What's the big deal? We might be asleep if we're no longer in faith to see something God uh, see something God can do big in our life. What's the big deal if I give? What's the big deal if I serve? What's the big deal? It should be, God, what are you going to do today? Amen. Amen. Can I tell you, that's what I do in the morning when I get in that chair and I drink that first cup of coffee. And I begin to read the word of God. This week I've been reading in Exodus. And I'm like, Lord, what are you going to tell me through all the acacia wood and all the gold rings and all of this stuff that I need Pastor Robert here to explain to me of what the heck's going on? But can I tell you a scripture that the Lord's put in my heart for every day? Everybody say every day. Every day. Come on, we need to be awake every single moment of every single day. Because the enemy can rock you to sleep in seconds. Psalm 5 and verse 3, write it down. In the morning, oh Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. Listen, you know what the big deal is? The big deal is, is I'm going to taste and see that the Lord is good and that his mercy endures forever. I'm going to watch. God, I'm going to watch. This may look like an impossibility, but my eyes of faith are open to such a place that all things are possible through you. With man, it's impossible. And what I'm going to do is that I'm going to watch, and I'm going to go from glory to glory. I'm going to go from faith to faith. I'm going to go to new heights and new places, new heavens. You watch me. You watch and see. Oh, come on. You know what the big deal is? God's a big deal. And you might think in your walk with Christ, well, what's the big deal if I just take a day off? Listen, it's huge. People smoke meth on their days off. Can I be real with you? They turn into drunks on their days off. They get addicted back to pornography on their days off. Listen, every day, I read it in the book of Mark this morning, every day you've got to pick up the cross and follow him. You can't take one moment, one second, one millisecond off from serving Jesus. When you walk into Walmart, you better be serving God. Come on, I'm trying to wake some people up this morning. When you walk in, come on, when you walk into United, I know I'm shouting, but I'm trying to wake y'all up. Come on. When I was a kid, my dad used to come inside my room and I, hey, my dad will be here first Wednesday. He's going to be preaching March the 6th. 
Y'all come on. You're going to see where I get all my good looks from. And Donna's twin. I, and, and, but my dad used to sing this song, and his dad used to sing it to them. All right? He used to sing this song. A pig is an animal with dirt on its face. It smells like a terrible disgrace. He's sloppy and messy when he eats its food. It won't be long till it looks like you. And if you don't want to go to school, you may grow up to be a pig. Or would you like to swing from the stars or carry moonbeams home in a jar? Listen, what was he doing? He's trying to wake you up. He's trying to wake me up. I don't want to be like a pig. You shouldn't want to be like a pig any either, but you will be a pig and you will be a mule. He goes on to talk about, or would you rather be a mule? You, you'll, you'll be those things. You'll be sloppy in your Christian walk with Christ. And I'm just here to wake you up this morning and say, all things are sufficient for you. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're more than a conqueror. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It is a big deal to serve God. It is a big deal when you take a day off. It's a big deal. You can't take a moment off. Not one single solitary moment. When you're with this friend, you serve God. When you're with this friend, you definitely serve God. When you're with this family member, you maybe 10 Hail Marys. Come on. I'm joking, but you know what I'm saying. Come on, we're serving God. Here's the next one. Here's the next question. That you might have, the enemy has might have rocked you to sleep when you say, what's the point? This is a purpose question. When you say, what's the point? Does it really matter if I show up? That's the enemy going, rock by baby. Nobody saw me this morning in the treetops. If I'm not there, nobody will see. Where the wind blows the cradle. That's what the enemy's doing. Can I just be honest with you? Going back to the first one, this ain't about you. <laughs> Come on. Do we miss it sometimes as a church? Yes, we do. But can I tell you, you're missing the whole point if you think the whole point is about you. It's about Jesus. And it's about people that you're sitting next to that have been rocked to sleep and they're about to fall out of the windowsill and die. What you do matters. Where you serve in this house, it matters. Them back there with them kids, they matter. Back there in the sound booth, you matter. When they run the cameras, they matter. The people on the praise and worship team, they matter. Those on the hospitality team, those on the security team, you matter. Putting those flags out, they matter. Come on, you matter. You showing up, you may be not doing anything this morning. I want to tell you that you matter to God. And it matters that you're in the house of the Lord. It matters. I just want to wake up some people this morning because you think Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. See, when you're asleep, you're messing out on everything God has for you. Looking back on this story all the way up to this particular time, people blind eyes saw, lame people walk. I'm telling you, revival was happening all throughout the church. The first church... But here's this one guy. Maybe he had worked all day long. He's sitting up in the windowsill and he falls out. He falls out of the windowsill. Can I tell you it's important for us to wake up? Because we have nieces. We have nephews. We have cousins. We have people that we work with. We have neighbors. There's people in our life that are asleep right now. That they're in the windowsill and they're about to die. 
they're addicted to drugs, they're addicted to alcohol, they're addicted to all kinds of different things. They're living on the streets, they're living on the north side, the south, the east, and the west. And so this morning, as we give to the vision this morning, what I'm saying is this, is I'm waking up to the call that I know the church of the living God is the answer in the midnight hour that I believe that this house, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And what I'm doing is connecting my faith with my seed offering. And I'm saying this, I'm believing God for that son. I believe in God for that daughter, the one that's up in the windowsill for the church to come lay out and said, come to life in Jesus' name. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. America, it's time to wake up. Arena of life, it's time to wake up. If you're not careful, you'll fall asleep just like them. You can point fingers at Uticus all you want to. All you want to. But can I tell you, I'm looking at a room full of people that if you're not careful, you'll be just asleep as Uticus was. He got caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, even with all the lights on. They had candle lights all throughout the room. You read different translations. The reason they had those on is because they thought Christians were weird because they ate of Jesus' body and drank of his blood. They called them cannibals. So they put light on the situation. They also were, were known for being in the dark when they prayed that there was sexual... Uh, uh, um, promiscuity going on and so they put light in the situation I can just tell you even with the light is on for a good reason you can still be asleep you can still be asleep you can be in a room full of people with the light on and you can still be asleep I'm trying to wake us up this morning because there is Eutychuses out there that are in the windowsill that need the life breathing power of Jesus Christ and we're the ones to give it to them. I don't know about you, but I want to be the one to give it to them. Come on, I believe we can be the ones to give it to them. Do y'all have a report for me? All right, praise the Lord. Really? Thank you, Jesus. All right. I can connect my faith with that. First service, we gave $72,090. That's committed. We didn't get, have that come in. But $72,000 over and above the tithe. Come on, give God praise for that. This is good bait for the second service. If y'all don't give over this, y'all don't get to go to heaven. Come on, $72,000. Look, look what just, come on, just us together, what God can do. What God can do. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth it to go to the north side? Those people that, you know, just talking to yesterday to Lawrence uh, Sterling over here and connecting my heart with his, or his, he was pouring out. I was, man, he was preaching to me is what he's doing. But what's happening over there on the north side, the homeless is going to feed them. Listen, the problem, a lot of them, the situation that they're in, they didn't choose that. They just fell asleep. They fell asleep. And listen, if we're not careful, we can fall asleep just like them. But you know what? I believe with this, you're saying, you know what? I'm awake. I'm not woke. <laughs> I'm awake. 
And I believe in this house. And I believe God's going to do some big things in 2024. Amen. We had, what is that top number of what came in today? Okay, okay, sounds good. Come on, $72,000, that's awesome. Give God praise for that. Come on and stand to your feet. You guys awake this morning? Listen, again, if you're a visitor, this ain't typically how we do things. Uh, I, I want to give us another try if you're like, oh my gosh. And I promise me, I promise me this. I, I will promise you this, I won't ask you for money. On that time, I'm not asking for you for money for today, but uh, if you're a visitor in this house, it's good to have you, but uh, this ain't your typical service, is it? It's not your typical service. This is the state of the church address. How many of y'all learned something about your church this morning that you needed to know? Amen. I believe this. We're going places. We're doing some great things. With every head bowed, with every eye closed, if you're in the room today and you say, you know what, I'm asleep. I don't know Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Or maybe you once served him at one time and you've walked away from him. And today you want to get your heart right with him. If that's you, I believe the problem is sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The solution is Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, who died, who was buried, and on the third day he rose again. He paid the ultimate penalty of death so that you wouldn't have to. So if you're here today and you say, you know what? I've walked away from the Lord. I'm asleep in my faith. I'm asleep in my walk with Christ. I need to wake up to some things this morning. Before I, I see the, the, the road that I'm headed down, I'm headed down falling out of the windowsill down to my death. If that's you and say, you know what? I just need to get my heart right with Jesus. Just lift your hand this morning and say, you know what? That's me, Pastor. I need to get my heart right with Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I believe everybody's saved. Y'all look at me. 72,000 bucks. Come on. I'm believing second service will be 200,000. You know it's not over. It's not over. Maybe God puts it on your heart. You're driving home. Dead gummit. I need to have bigger faith than that. Listen, it's not too late. It's not too late. But I believe this. I believe kids' lives will be changed. I believe uh, the work that we've given to this last year gave 30000 Hey, I, 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 the Bible says giving will be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. I believe we ought to double that to $60,000. i am going to be a good steward and hear from God of what we ought to do. But I believe uh, this is good ground, and I'm excited to connect my faith with yours and see your loved ones that are falling asleep Amen. wake up Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we want to thank you for joining us on our podcast today. We pray that you heard from God and that this message was for you. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people with this message. Arena of Life takes pride in connecting to God, to church, and to people. And we want to connect with you. So don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms, to check out our website, arenaoflifechurch.org, and to download the Church Center app and to choose Arena of Life as your church. And a special thanks to those who make a difference by giving generously. You help us change lives and produce weekly content like this that reaches the world. If you're interested in partnering with us, you can give by clicking the link in our bio through the website arenaoflifechurch.org 
or through the Church Center app. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.